0: Good day, American family farmer. I'm Doug Steffen. The overview of what's going on in the world of agriculture, important. We assess it every week. A lot of things that are going on in the world of agriculture. I like to think this was your audio connection every week uh, to what's happening on the family farm. I'm not really interested, uh, frankly. The purpose of this program is not to highlight what a lot of the big ag outfits are doing Uh, get big advertisers and that sort of thing. What we're here to do is solve problems that are created by government and big ag uh, and situations that may exist that have nothing to do with either of those, two. the weather, for example, uh, the uh, money markets, what's going on, commodities markets. Uh, This program is aimed at helping the American family farmer, uh, family-run ag businesses, and the locavore movement, supporting people who want to support the American family farmer. And here with me this week on the program is Andrea Hazard, known as Andy, as she grew up on a family farm. As a matter of fact, I think, uh, from what I'm uh, told, Andy, if I may call you Andy, uh, yeah, that, uh, you got a lot of fond memories of growing. I could, you and I could probably spend half of the time we have together today just talking about what we remember about the first barn. What do you remember <laughs> as a as a child? What did and when I I'm thinking about uh, I just moved from one farm to another and had to take all the old grain bins, the wooden grain bins out and to put them somewhere else. You don't see those anymore. But when we used to get the bags of grain, 100 pound bags of grain and you put them in the bins, uh, there was something um, whether it's it's the tradition of farming and things like that that I hold on to. How about you?
1: You know I am very similar. I am a relatively young farmer, but growing up next to my grandparents, they instilled in me a lot of the old ways in the history of farming and yes, I have fond memories of the the sweet smell of freshly ground feed you know being being put in our wooden bins in the barn to feed all the animals and it's just it's a bygone era I and mean, it it but I miss it.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm just sort of, uh, my mind is wafting off here, thinking about what you just said, thinking about where all of us, I can remember I was the strongest kid around because I used to, when I was too young to know any different, lift 100 pounds bags of grain and throw them in the bin and uh, <laughs> jugs of milk and hay and all that stuff. But I'm uh, reminded of the realities of what's happening now versus what happened when we were kids Uh, in terms of grain, for example. There's a study that's out this week uh, that suggests that for most of our lifetime, your lifetime, my lifetime, uh, the grains that were produced by Pfizer, especially chicken feed, was loaded with arsenic. And so you think, okay, we have this wonderful fond memory. You wonder, was there any arsenic in uh, the feed that we had? And I'm going to guess that the answer is no to that because it's just been in the last uh, 10, 15 years that research has found that adding some of these things to the grains will make the chickens, in this case, grow faster. But I wonder, mm-hmm. as you think again about uh, the kind of farming that you and, uh, is it your grandfather, Earl, is he still in business? He's still around?
2: He's, he's
1: not with us anymore. Um, the operation currently is my father, Ken, and my brother, Adam, and then I have my little wild child sideline, I guess.
0: How's that? What is your wild child side
1: (laughs) Well, they're um, conventional uh, farmers, so they do all GMO and um, all that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. just due to the way that I entered farming and there not being enough land uh, to support everyone, I had to kind of come in in a different direction, and uh, my hope is to be able to to make a living on maybe fifty or a hundred acres,
0: mm-hmm. I think that's very doable. Frankly, I you think can find so a I- lot of the uh, suburban communities. I happen to live in a suburban. My dairy farm is in a town called Framingham, uh, which is west of Boston, about twenty-six miles. And when I say I have a dairy farm in Framingham, people look at me like I had two heads because Framingham <laughs> is known for Shoppers World, for traffic, for uh, suburbia. Uh, so the fact that I have 114 acres put aside, stuck aside uh, in this community is rather a rarity. Uh, and and so you're uh, dealing with, uh, we had a, this maybe you can uh, share in my frustration here. Last night, um, a group of the farmers and the Agricultural Advisory Committee went to the selectmen to discuss things that are going on in town that are not farmer friendly. And you find this out when you, you know, realize that the push on the land has created homes, developments everywhere, McMansions, and nobody understands farming. They all say, well, I want to go to the farm and watch the cows get milked, or they want to go pick their own lettuce or whatever it is. But they don't know what it really entails um, because we have, especially in suburbia and areas, I don't know uh, that much about where you are, but I'm going to guess that when you talk about using that much land, that land is in short supply,
1: is it? Well, you know, here land is not... We have We're, our fair share of sprawl, but it's not in short supply. But the price is extremely high because of our proximity to Chicago.
0: Right. What town are you in again?
1: I'm in Winnebago County.
0: Winnebago County.
1: Yep. I, top center of the state of Illinois, bordering Wisconsin.
0: All right. So you are uh, a little bit east of Chicago, then, in a manner of speaking.
1: Right? I'm west of east. Chicago. Oh, actually, west, I'm sorry. yeah. Yep.
0: On the other side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's great agricultural land, and you've got the heritage there. How much of the land that you're using was the land your grandfather farmed? Did you get some of it from him? All of it. It yeah, is all of all,
1: it. Is, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I live at a different farm, but I am farming land directly behind the homestead where my father grew up and that I grew up.
0: Mm-hmm. And is it all produce? Are you aiming at selling to retail? How is this land being used, and how are you faring at Hazard-Free (laughs) Farms?
1: Well, we're doing very well. Uh, In 2007, I started out with a vegetable operation um, just north of the home place where I live and um, expressed an interest in growing grains, but Dad wasn't ready, and kind of gave me a flat no. But... As he stepped back from the main operation so that my brother could take over, he had more time. And that was um, 2011-2012. We started growing small grains, and we had the idea that we were going to get them ground. I was selling vegetables in Chicago at the time, and so it made sense to just start handing out some samples to my chef. And the business has grown. It's done very well. But it's definitely very specialized and different than, you know, commodity agriculture because everything that I grow is direct marketed and value-added.
0: Isn't that the only way you really uh, can make it work? Most people who are doing what you're doing now are realizing when I uh, started, I was fed up with being paid ridiculous amounts of money for my milk going into the pool, so I decided to uh, clean up my act and sell raw milk. And that's mm. what I did. And and so I found my own market, and uh, it was, for as long as I could keep it going, thriving, uh, frankly, uh, mm-hmm. because you get away from what people – if you find the market, the locavores, uh, they're going to support what you are doing, and they understand it costs money to buy good food, which is wh- yeah. when you go to the grocery store. People are so foolish. They go to the grocery store, and they think, all right, well, I can buy it cheaper there than I can from the farmer. So – I don't know if you saw this or not. The uh, info is out on how much Whole Foods makes per square foot uh, in their oh stores my. of 400 and however many stores. They make they are the second most profitable behind the marijuana distributors in Colorado, the most oh. profitable per square foot store of any of retail, anything, food, clothing, furniture, whatever it is. It compares to Macy's average profit per square foot in each store is $180. The average per, per foot per square foot profit in Whole Foods is nine hundred and forty dollars a foot. So holy cow! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for those of you who want to spend money because you think you're getting a great deal at Whole Foods, most people know they aren't. Whole paycheck it's rumored to be. I mean, it's usury. So go to the find. Especially this time of year, go find Andrea. Go find her farm. Go online to HazardFreeFarm.com. We'll continue this overview of what she's doing. And through the course of the hour, the idea is to give you ideas that you can use to be successful on your American family farm.
3: We are a nation of overachievers. We didn't just send an astronaut to the moon. We gave him a buggy with big old knobby tires to drive on that moon. A freaking moon buggy. So why have we settled for mints that only cover up bad breath instead of getting rid of it? We deserve better. Like Breathsavers, it's a moon-shooting, buggy-riding mint with nutri which is scientifically proven to neutralize bad breath. Breath Breathsavers, it's the overachieving mint.
2: Hey, we love Burger King Grilled Dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good they make us wanna sing like I can't believe that. Burger King made a doll. Made 100% made. They ain't anytime you want.
4: This July 4th weekend, put down the tongs, step away from the grill, and get to Burger King to try a grilled dog for just a dollar. Ask for the Dollar Grill Dog deal and get a classic grill dog for a dollar. Only at Burger King. At participating restaurants on July 2nd and 3rd, limit five per transaction while supplies last
2: Don't miss this limited time offer. Give us a call at 800-393-6139 because we're going to let a million people try Proactive Plus risk-free and get two free gifts and also receive free shipping when you call right now.
4: Welcome to Staples. Uh, Staples guy, I need to get a grip on my company's spending. Staples has low prices every day. So I won't overspend? Nope. With our price match guarantee, you can always get the lowest price on everything for your office. Everything? Everything. The lowest prices on ink, paper, coffee, ink, folders, notepads, ink, sticky notes, ink, trash pants, ink, binders, and ink. Need some ink? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Trust Staples for low prices every day. Staples. Make more happen. Price match good at checkout for items from retailers operating online in retail stores or products sold and shipped by Amazon. See store staples.com for details. This is a Butterfinger peanut butter cup. It's a bit of a square, uh, which is not to say it sits at home practicing the clarinet. This is a Butterfinger peanut butter cup. It's square on the outside and bold on the inside. A cup that dares to mix crunchy bits of Butterfinger right into its creamy, smooth, peanut buttery goodness. A cup that grabs life by the wrapper and says, yeah, life, give me more of your crispity, crunchity Butterfinger bits. Smooth and crunchy Butterfinger peanut butter cups. Bolder than bold.
0: All right, 19 after the hour. You're listening to the American Family Farmer on Good Day. I'm Doug Steffen with Andrea Hazard, who is a farm brat. That's what I call people like you and me that came up. We're uh, farm kids. Um, Now you have uh, been able to take what you learned growing up and uh, apply it to the land that you have there. Uh, You seem to be wrapped around your grandfather's legacy. Uh, the people who have been around for a long time who are the influencers you had, I had, many others, there are fewer of them around, but the average age of farmers on American Family now is about 65 years old. And I wonder in a moment if we can talk about how the older farmers have uh, sort of changed their ways. They've adapted and adopted uh, the organic ways that are more successful, especially for the local voice, people who want to know that they're getting good quality food, uh, those who pursue organic food uh, and farming are going to make more money. That's basically the bottom line: survive better. And uh, the theory is that you're going to have better produce. We'll talk about that with Andrea out whether she agrees with that and what uh, her story is more specifically. At 21, after this is Good Day's American Family Farmer.
5: the lens of liberty. Here's Helen Creeble.
2: I'm worried about the rash of angry protests in cities across the country, not only because they sometimes turn into riots and looting, but because there is something even more disturbing about the underlying sense of helplessness. People are resorting to street violence because they don't understand our unique process of self-government. Several protesters have told reporters, We don't know what else to do. We all should look through the lens of liberty and realize that all of us hold far more power over government than we think. In America, sovereign citizens hold all the power, not through violence, but through dialogue, engagement, activism, and especially ballots. If we don't think the government is protecting our rights, we have a duty to change it not burn our communities down.
3: For more information, go to
5: LensOfLiberty.org. That's LensOfLiberty.org. Small business comes in all shapes and sizes. Your financing option should, too. Benetrends Financial offers a full suite of small business and franchise funding options to help entrepreneurs like you get the best funding options possible quickly, safely, and economically so you can finally purchase the business of your dreams. Sign up for a free funding consultation today, and we'll design a customized funding plan for you. Visit Benetrends.com. That's B-E-N-E-T-R-E-N-D-S.com to find out more. Benetrends.
0: Continuing along now with this week's American Family Farmer, I'm Doug Steffen at 23 past the hour with Andrea Hazard, uh, who is a uh, farm family person. Andy, as she is known to her friends, uh, she is working uh, toward a goal which many people her age are doing, uh, men and women. But I think what's very interesting here are the number of women, Andy, who are going into uh, the field, uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, the way that you're being inspired or have been inspired uh, by your family is not always the rule. I'm sure you have plenty of friends who have gone into fam- uh, into farming, uh, but they didn't come from the family. Uh, they just decided they were going to school or whatever it is. This is what they wanted to do. And they're making it on a lot less than the uh, 80 acres of land that you're talking about. I guess it depends on what they do. Uh, I've, I had somebody on the program I think a week or two ago. had only four and a half, five acres uh, that... Um, they were farming and trying to make a living at it. I think that's especially hard to do unless you're involved in uh, aqua uh, farming, aqua or hydraulic farming. Uh, But anyway, let's talk about your elders and what they taught you and whether or not the move that started that's grabbed on now, the organic farming business, started with their generation or your generation.
1: Um. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. In the Midwest, there aren't a lot of organic farmers. And I was tapped this winter by a group called the Agrarian Elders. And around New Year's Eve, I received an email from um, those of you that are in organic farming probably know the name Elliot Coleman. And it was an invitation to uh Esalen Institute in California to meet with the Agrarian Elders group. In 2014, they met there for a week and discussed uh, the history of the movement and the challenges and the obstacles that are going to come for the younger generation. And so 2016, half of those elders met and tapped younger farmers to bring into the conversation. And it um not knowing anyone when i went i was quite nervous but i found once i got there that i was amongst my my tribe as as we like to call it um mm-hmm. and it was an incredible experience and the amount of knowledge in the room the experience in the room and to be able to Experience the organic movement through their eyes and understand how hard they fought, uh, you know, to get there, to get this movement where it's at. And these people are the ones that that spurred the movement. Um, you know, Jack Lazar, Butterworks Farm, wrote the Organic Grain Grower, and Elliot has a whole host of tools and books. And so, yeah, we spent the week uh, tackling a lot of issues and and discussing things.
0: The, The thing that also enters into this is you find, or at least I have found, in traveling in the circle that I travel in, which is the traditional farmer and the New Age farmer, if I can use that, is there's a certain spiritual belief and philosophy. Talk about that, if you will
1: absolutely that was definitely um one of our points of discussion you know i think that when you're truly involved in organic farming at the at the at the truest uh definition of organic it's all about being a steward of the soil and of your animals and of the people that you're producing the food for and they're definitely in that room everyone had Uh, a story to tell about their spiritual connection to nature.
0: So this is really, I think, uh, part of what I want to absorb and move into a little bit more uh, when we come back. We'll pause the bottom of the hour here uh, for some news and, Important announcements, and then as the American Family Farmer continues, I've not had this conversation with anybody who's been on this program in the past year and a half that I've been doing it. So I want to go down this road with Andrea Hazard from Hazard Free Farm. Check out her farm at hazardfreefarm.com. Have you ever
4: wondered what life would be like without diabetes? I'm Jerry Mathers. I was the beaver on TV's Leave it to Beaver, and I used to be just like you. See, my doctor said I only had three to five years to live. That meant I wasn't going to see or hold my grandbabies. I knew I needed to do something about my diabetes and get healthy. I wish I had a plan all written out for me back then. Now there is one, a fast-track system called the Diabetes Solution Kit that can get your blood pressure and sugars under control. Some say it worked for them in just 30 days or less. Best of all, no drugs. It's easy to follow, too. If I can get my diabetes under control, you can, too. Here's how to get your copy of the Diabetes Solution Kit today. If you'd like to normalize your blood sugar and stop taking your diabetes medication completely with your doctor's approval, go to Diabetic11.com for your free video. That's Diabetic11.com. Reverse your diabetes in as little as 30 days by going to Diabetic11.com now.
5: Hey, it's a Butterfinger peanut butter cup.
2: Yeah, kind of a square, though, right? Sure, square on the outside, but bold on the inside, thanks to smooth peanut butter with crispity, crunchity bits of Butterfinger. Ah, it's
4: so bold it defies physics by being smooth and crunchy. So bold it started a peanut butter cup revolution. So bold it broke the Internet with a pick of its cup. So bold
3: it, can, can we like, just eat one? That's bold. Smooth and crunchy Butterfinger peanut butter cups. Bolder than bold.
4: This report is brought to you by Bank of America, working with home and design experts Aaron and Ben Napier. With Independence Day around the corner, plan a party in full style but not full price. Here are tips to host a festive get-together on budget.
1: We love hosting our friends on the 4th, but it gets so hot in the South. To keep beverages cool in the heat, we freeze colorful water balloons and stick them in a tub or a cooler. The balloons don't melt as fast as regular ice, and they look great, too.
5: We get some of our party supplies, including beverages and lawn games, at grocery stores and wholesale clubs. And with our Bank of America Cash Rewards Credit Card, we earn 2% cash back on most purchases. We can also earn 3% cash back on gas for the first $2,500 and combine grocery, wholesale club, and gas purchases each quarter and 1% on everything else. The cash back we earn adds up to more party fun.
4: For more information, visit bankofamerica.com get cash back. Napa Know How! Cold weather slows your battery down, but if
3: it's hot enough to cook breakfast on your hood, your battery could be toast. So pick up a Napa Legend battery today, and you'll get a $15 rebate Visa card by mail. That's $15 bucks back and a new battery in case your old one gets fried. That's Napa Know How. Participating that auto parts stores. Some exclusions apply. Offer expires 731.16. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Then get on board with the tax admiral and let us steer your way to financial freedom. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. They can freeze your bank accounts, seize your car, home, will garnish your paychecks and benefits. Don't take on the IRS alone. I can fight for you using industry secrets that can help stop the IRS. I'll cut your penalties, slash your interest, and reduce your overall tax bill sometimes. I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A rated company with over 30 years' experience helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. And we have a 95% customer satisfaction rating. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS, are facing an audit, a lien, or levy, then call me right away. Call 800 291 1899. Again, that's 800 291 1899. 800 291 1899. 800
4: 291 1899. Did you know the government spent $1 trillion last year providing cash, food, housing, and medical care to poor and low-income individuals? Have you ever wondered if that money is helping or hurting those in need? It's your country, and this is Jim Dement with the Heritage Foundation. Heritage research shows that welfare programs intended to help the poor actually trap them in poverty and dependency, stripping them of their dignity. As Americans, we want to help those in need. Asking able-bodied welfare recipients to work is one simple way to help those in need around us. Welfare should be a hand up, helping restore dignity to every individual. The Heritage Foundation works to restore opportunities for all Americans and show favoritism to none. That's a conservative idea for a better future. It's your country. Find out more at Heritage.org.
0: You're among friends here. The Good Day American Family Farmer weekly report, an hour's discussion of what's going on with today's American family farmer being challenged at every turn uh, by uh, stupid government decisions. Uh, As you can tell, I'm not a big fan of big government. I think that uh, farmers, I find it distracting having conversations with uh, Andrea Hazard and other people like her who are so close to the land, who are so smart, who have such great experience and bring so many traditions to the land, to be told by some kid who got out of uh, ag school at the age of 26, he's got a book with him, and on page 43 it says, well, you're not supposed to be doing this. This kid wouldn't know what a sheep felt like uh, to touch or a cow or anything else, and it really bothers me uh, because these are the sorts of people, and government incursion and, and all kinds of stupid stuff, Uh, This is the kind of thing, this has nothing to do with farming, but we see this sort of thing going on, Andy, all over the place. Uh, The state that I live in is Massachusetts, and the House of Representatives there this week passed a bill that will never get through the state senate, but the fact that it got as far as it did is amazing, but not shocking. They passed a bill that would require dentists' offices to have three showers in them, one for men. One for women, one for transgender people, so that if they were involved in a procedure uh, that somehow or other uh, produced blood on themselves or on the hands of the dentist or anywhere else, that they could go in the shower stall and clean up. And so you think about these things, you think about who it is that's crazy enough to come up with these ideas. More than that, who's crazy enough to vote for this sort of an idea? Then you get... A picture as to what farmers are confronted with, with things like the Food Safety Enhancement Act, which will not do anything uh, to fix what you're doing on your farm because there's nothing wrong with anything that you're doing on your farm. But yet you're going to be required to fill out lots of paperwork and do this, that, and the other thing that takes away from your knowledge and your time to farm, which is what your customers want you to do, right? Right.
1: Yes, it'll be interesting to see how some of this legislation uh, shakes out.
0: Well, interesting is a nice way of putting it. Thank you.
1: (laughs) I try to be positive. Well, I do, too. You have to be positive. Yeah,
0: you do. Because it's a lot of work and not much return. That's more often than not what happens. I don't view myself as a, a farmer trying to make money. I'm a custodian of some land that's very, very valuable, and I want to save it so they can be used by others for farming purposes, not to build uh, 49 houses on or whatever happens to most of the farms, certainly around here. And that gets back to my spiritual philosophy of um, why it is that we're connected to the land. I am, and I'm going to ask you to share your experience and thoughts with me. Many people listening to this program who are farmers will tell you that they're religious. They go to church every Sunday and that sort of thing. And that's swell if it does it for you. It doesn't happen to do it for me. Um, I find the best spiritual time that I have is out on the tractor mowing hay, baling hay, doing yes. that sort of thing. And I wonder what you're what you're thinking when you're out working. I saw a picture of you holding a hoe. And a, yes, uh, yes. I mean, so well, what?
1: you know, it. I came into. I grew up on a farm, but I went to college and I ended up with a degree in um, urban forestry. And then I parlayed into the native restoration arena. And then from there, I went into landscaping and I worked at nurseries and, and then I began farming and vegetables and now I do grain. And so I feel like at this point, I have a very interesting kind of 360 degree view of, um, our interactions with nature mm-hmm. and I never ever cease to be amazed when I'm out there, it it is a wonderful time to ponder great philosophical questions. It really is. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you're yeah. pulling thistle out of the field and, and cursing because your fingers are filled with uh, prickers, but but there is a lot of respect for the plant in the way that it works with its mother root, and you know, it it, it is a love hate relationship. It's tenacious.
0: You learn yes. tenacity from things like thistle weed. Yes. Yes. You certainly do. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you have to be able to to navigate that space but yeah i I too find that um that nature is the answer for me, you know whenever the the sort of rainy clouds are over my head, I can just mm-hmm. step outside, and no matter the weather, there's beauty to be found,
0: yeah, and that's what it is kind of if you were connected and, and people have sort of chuckled at me when over the years I've talked about my philosophy of life. I get very discouraged and down in the fall and go into the winter months. It's a horrible time for me. I just don't like it because it represents death. If I have a, 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 a thorough f- uh, psychological evaluation of myself, I don't. I like not to have to think about the dark and the cold and the end, but the life that comes from the beginning. So when January comes around, the seed catalogs come out, and you can start thinking and planning. Maybe you plan a little stuff early on. Uh, so that it gets started in a greenhouse, and then you get it in the ground and you see it grow. Or you have, my, in my case, the calving that takes place starting in early April and goes through till pretty much Thanksgiving. Uh, it, it never, ever ceases to amaze me, and thus I have respect for life. To see that blob come out of the back of a cow and drop on the ground and get up, and yeah. almost immediately and shake itself off the mother cleans it off and it goes over <laughs> instinctively to suck on its mother's teat so that it will survive how in the, i mean how can you not believe in some superior power it's a, it's an amazing People hear me tell the story, and they oh, you're exaggerating. No, I'm I'm not exaggerating.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It is amazing the way the seeds spring forth, and such a tiny seed can make such a big plant. We just hatched some chickens a few weeks ago, and I had never hatched eggs in the house, and it was quite the experience to just contemplate that that little creature could be encased in that egg. (laughs) Yeah. You know? So...
0: Yeah, it is. it is. I mean, not to be overdone because the people that we're talking to, for the most part, although there's a lot of people that don't understand how things grow, children think that milk comes from the store and that uh, when they get an apple, they think it came out of a crate. So there's that. There's an educational process. But uh, bringing in uh, the things that make us better, and I think what you're describing, what I'm describing, make us better farmers, don't you? And then we get oh,
1: this definitely. from
0: others who are around. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What sort of challenges do you face on Hazard Free Farm getting seeds?
1: In getting what?
0: Seeds. There's all the. Seeds. Uh, the push of oh, getting yes. the big companies to control everything, and there's not the kind of seeds that we want. So I wonder where you get your seeds.
1: Well, you know, when I started this little project back in 2012, I bought maybe 20 pounds of corn seed from this company and 10 pounds from that company and so that first year we planted the corn and um it was all heirloom we grow a red corn a blue corn yellow white and a flint corn Mm -hmm. so five kinds and we basically had to supply our own seed and that has pretty much Stayed through other than our hullless oats and sometimes the farrow I have bought feed. But everything else I grow, I pretty much am finding a small amount and then growing it out in our nursery Mm -hmm. and then taking it to the field. Because I do a lot of hulled ancient grain, I I I wanted to... There isn't a selection out there. You really can't find einkorn seed no. in any amount or... Um, What's the market scarrows. for that,
0: though, Andrea? What's the market for that kind? Is it especially... Like, around here, we have what we call Brazilian corn, which is really just um, uh, corn, cow corn, silage corn, that we mm-hmm. leave out too long so that it turns different colors. I mean, there's
1: Well, yeah. I mean, for all these things, it... The decision-making in my thinking was that, A, I like heirloom seed, I like oh. open-pollinated, yeah. and I needed something specialty. I was already had a market established in Chicago in terms of my vegetables, which I did a lot of odd things for my chefs because I understand that they're always craving creativity. And hence, we you know, I decided we're going to offer all these different types of corn so that they have different flavor profiles.
0: Mm-hmm. So... so- Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Our market is a market that I essentially created.
3: Yeah, that's right. One
1: of my chefs said one day, "I said, what do you want this year? What are you interested in?" And he's like, "I don't know. You're the one that tells me what I want." Uh You know, and that's when you realize, wow, you know, I I am making a marketplace here.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you find? Uh, your customers all, uh, you explained earlier on, but I'm not sure I grasped it all. Is it all a restaurant, or do you sell at the farm as well?
1: We did sell at the farm when we had the vegetables, but we have taken that piece out just because it didn't make sense once we dropped the vegetable operation. Um, The majority of my sales are wholesale to restaurants and Mm co-ops. And then... um, I have a whole host of people that are, you know, bakers and people that, that put up food and things like that, that they'll buy my oats and make uh, granola and cereal and things like that. And then we do a little bit of retail on the website.
0: It's a very specialized thing that you're doing. One of the reasons that I have respect for you, Andrea Hazard, Andy to her friends. HazardFreeFarm.com is the website. More from Andy in a moment here on this week's American Family Farmer.
3: We are a nation of overachievers. We didn't just send an astronaut to the moon. We gave him a buggy with big old knobby tires to drive on that moon. A freaking moon buggy. So why have we settled for mints that only cover up bad breath instead of getting rid of it? We deserve better. Like Breathsavers, it's a moon-shooting, buggy-riding mint with Nutrizin, which is scientifically proven to neutralize bad breath. Breath Breathsavers, it's the overachieving mint. QL1, this is Control. Checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over. Well, actually, Control, I'm kind of bored. I I think you cut out, QL1. It sounded like you said you were bored. That's affirmative, Control. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. All right, you cut out for sure this time. Did you say I can get a mortgage approval in minutes? That's
5: right, Control. Minutes. Whether you're purchasing a new house or refinancing your existing home. Rocket Mortgage
0: securely pulls your pay stubs and bank statements to build you a custom mortgage solution so you get exactly what you want. Wow, that is exciting. Yep, definitely better than months of dehydrated
5: ice cream and powdered orange drink. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at quickenloans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Visit for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number
4: 3030. Did you know a recent poll shows a majority of Americans want our next president to decide who replaces the late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia? It's your country, and this is Jim Dement with a conservative perspective from the Heritage Foundation. Justice Scalia was a judge with integrity who believed that the Supreme Court should interpret the Constitution according to its original meaning. Over time, activist judges have created new powers for government not found in the Constitution, powers that have eroded the very framework of our society. Heritage research shows that justices of the Supreme Court who adhere to the Constitution, as did Justice Scalia, create opportunity for all Americans and show favoritism to none. Constitutional government, that's a conservative idea for a better future. I'm Jim Dement, and this is your country, Find out more at Heritage.org. Progressive
3: presents Mind Flowness with Flow.
2: You find yourself lying on a beach, feeling warm sand sink between your toes. You ask a passing seagull how you achieved this bliss. Saving money, the seagull whispers, by bundling your auto and motorcycle insurance. You thank the seagull. He steals your sandwich.
4: Ascend to a higher plane of insurance. Bundle your policies and save with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states. Hey, everyone.
3: This is Life Tips with Geico.
4: Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet.
3: Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child.
4: Life tip two, switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance.
3: With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing.
4: GEICO, get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. The American
0: Family Farmer. I'm Doug Steffen. We'll continue our conversation with Andrea Hazard, spend a few more minutes talking about what she's looking forward to. What is the Year going to be like for her. She's speculating in the market. That too is part of farming. I find when I'm talking about this, it sort of is a reflection on my lifestyle of being busy. There are those of us who are addicted to being busy. Uh, being busy. When I was younger, I thought uh, something that um, would help me survive. I would be successful if I was busy, and then I get to focus on working hard and working long hours. Don't stop. Uh, multitasking, uh, doing a lot of different things. So I want to talk to uh, Andy about that as well. How does she spend her time and make sure that it's uh, productive? Because I think uh, that being busy in and of itself doesn't work, but being busy, uh, task-oriented busyness... Uh, is uh, an organizational thing. Maybe that's as much as I can put a fine handle on it. Uh, How organized are you? Because normally we never have enough money to pay more help, so we better be organized. How does she do that? We'll find out in a moment here on Good Day, the American Family Farmer.
4: Hey, this is your car, and I'm tired of doing the same old thing. Drive to work, shuffle the
5: kids,
2: drive home.
5: Boring. Don't you think we deserve a vacation?
2: Sure. Check out America's Best Value Inn's rewards program. You'll get 15% off and late checkout. Plus, free internet and continental breakfast at most locations. And America's Best Value In is part of the Vantage Hotels family of brands with 1,200 hotels across North America. Visit VantageHotels.com.
3: And do me a favor. No more stops at the Burrito Barn, Please.
5: Waiting 30 minutes before swimming after eating is a medical myth. However, flying after diving can be a serious issue. I'm Greg the Dive Master, and I'll tell you why next. Scuba Radio. This scuba tip is brought to you by DAN, Divers Alert Network. DAN helps divers in need of medical emergency assistance with the DAN hotline and is the most recognized and trusted organization worldwide in the fields of dive safety and emergency services, health, research, and education. Join DAN today by going to DAN.org. DAN, your Dive Safety Association. Flying after diving is hard to avoid. DCS, also known as the bends, is a risk, but can be managed with forethought and planning. The depth and length of your dive and the rate of ascent back to the surface play a huge role. Quickly ascending to altitude in an airplane can exacerbate the issue, and that's why you should wait a minimum of 12 hours before flying after one dive and 18 hours after multiple dives. Dive into dan.org for more info and to scuba radio to get the urge to submerge.
0: 53 after the hour, you're listening to the Good Day American Family Farmer Hour. I'm Doug Steffen with Andy Hazard from HazardFreeFarm.com. As I think about our exchange in this hour, uh, you're, by the way, for those who remember uh, Winnebago County and suburban Chicago, we're talking about the market and that sort of thing. We've talked about spirituality. I wonder what impact the web has. I, just, I was just posting some things. Twitter, at Good Day Show. Uh, is my handle, I wonder how you use or do you need to use in the kind of farming you're doing social media to promote or do you use it to educate yourself?
1: You know uh, I'm not a huge social media person um in terms of consuming it, but we do use it, you know our Facebook and so on and so forth, and it's a little bit of both you know there's posts on our Instagram about. We hosted a wedding. The chicks that hatched, and then it'll be a shot of the grain. And you know, it's just a little uh, my life. It's about my life, and so uh, we do use it, but I wouldn't say that it's it's a massive part of our marketing.
0: No, all right. Well, you don't know, need a different area, but I I also wonder as we get into the uh, sort of early summer, people are beginning to prepare for the farm fairs because they send. Uh, a message about what we are achieving. You see, most every state has a fair, a farm fair in August or September. My God, I'm pinching myself thinking I'm talking about August, September, October already. But we're, you know, into the 4th of July weekend. And so people are thinking about that sort of thing and how much farming there is. Farming is so varied. Um, Even though we've seen an era of specialization in almost everything, uh, there are a lot of people... Uh, who uh, I'm looking at some of the parades, the old tractors, people uh, with you know that are hay farmers I basically now i'm am, am a fellow that grows hay sells hay um, uh, I just I think about how we present ourselves. And the problem, the reason I asked you about social media is that most people outside of our own circle don't know we exist. We don't invite people to come into our circle enough so that they learn. And going to the state fairs, Eastern State Fair, for example, is a circus. Uh, It's not as much about agriculture as you'd like to think it would be. Um, And so, uh, you know, the people come and they have rides and games and things, but there's no real – Uh, There is some, but there's not a real focus on agriculture. And I wonder what you think we ought to do to fan out and bring more people into our circles, because it can only be better all the way around, don't you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, A few years ago, I worked for University of Illinois Extension, and the local foods work group uh, came up with an idea to do a farm tour, and we call it the Open Fields Tour. It just took place last weekend. So I think there were seven farms, we use a Google map, it's a self-guided tour. And people from all over can just stop into your farm during the open period and they get a little tour. And that has been a tool that I think is really interesting because it's kind of a view of a farm that you don't really ever get the opportunity to see. And all sorts of farms were on the tour. You know, one gentleman did potted plants and strawberries and raspberries. And um, Jackie did, they raised cattle for beef. And me, I do the grain thing. And there was a vegetable farm. So, you know, it's a really good way to open your doors to the community. And it was promoted heavily into Rockford and the surrounding areas. And I promoted it in Chicago. Um and I think it's a unique way to, to really get people out to the farm because once they see the farm, and they they get a sense of what agriculture is, they become fans and they really they connect with it.
0: Yeah, they do. That's why I brought people to my farm. Uh, bring them into the barn. I have a like a a school. The alleyway into the dairy barn is filled with pictures and information from books about various breeds of cows, how they get pregnant, gestation period, that sort of thing. And then they go in the barn with the cows today. What I find more often than not is the young children are afraid because the cows are big, and that's the only. But they've been taught to be afraid of of things that are big, when in fact the cows, my cows, are sweet as could be. I raise them as pets. Uh, there may be 100 cows on the farm, but I know the name of all of them, and I can go up to them and bring any child, any age, up to them and not be worried uh, that there's going to be something that will happen that will be embarrassing or will hurt. You don't know, bring him into a pasture where there's a bull with a bunch of heifers, but you, know, you, yeah. you, you can use some common sense. And I think that's what people need because we're getting so detached. So... Um, There's a good lesson in this. A lot of great lessons, actually, Andrea, from what you're doing. Congratulations to you and your family for seeing the light, as it were. Keep it going. Andrea Hazard, the website for her farm is hazardfreefarm.com. I bet you can go there and get all kinds of ideas from her on what may work on your farm. This is the American Family Farmer. I'm Doug Steffen.
5: Not all projects offer enough space to swing a hammer. Now you can drive a nail in tight spaces with the Craftsman C3 19.2-volt Hammerhead Auto Hammer with an adjustable head that pivots zero, 45, and 80 degrees. You can work on projects in tight corners or overhead with ease. Plus, two built-in LED lights and a convenient magnetic sleeve that helps position the nail will make your next project a breeze. Craftsman, made to make. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears.com, and Sears Hardware Stores.